Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Geek Vibes Live. I feel like it's been a while since we've done one of these. Life has been unexpectedly busy, but I am super pumped to be here with you. I'm your host, Tia, and I have with me Dane. Dane, it's been a while since we've done a GVL. How are you? Yeah! OG crew in the house, bitches! I was supposed to be that excited, but I'm just excited to do a show with uh, Tia and and Nick because it's been a while. Joe, we couldn't get Joel and uh, Kanan to join us, then it would have just been perfect. You know, the thing is, is that I feel that if you hear Kanan's voice, it's like um, an eclipse, right? It's like once a year or something. I mean, I chat with I chat with Kanan every day via text. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hear his voice, it's like, oh, that's right. That's what Kanan sounds like. Um, oh, I shit. I, saw, that I saw my shadow. I got to go back now. <laughs> and then he goes back. Uh, but Joel, I believe, is very busy being a dad. So we can't fault him for that. We can a little, no. but, you know. Um, no. um, but as Dane just said, we have Nick here. And, Nick, I think it has legit been either nine months or a year. I don't want to, like, 2020 has been crazy, so I don't even know what is up, what is down. But, Nick, it's so wonderful having you back. Surprise, bitches. This is Kanan. This is Kanan. And uh, the the Vols won yesterday, so I'm I'm super excited. And uh, I just want to say I'm I'm that's actually a really bad Kanan impersonation. I was like trying to get it in my head. You said it's been like, so long since I've heard like his fucking a, voice. It was just like kind of a sound, generic Southerner voice. Like that wasn't good. Damn it! You kind of sounded like Overton from Living Single, man. You sounded like Overton. Oh man, I totally fucked it up. He's got like it's he's right. got like a more um. Like a uh, like a romantic draw to his voice, if that if that makes what? sense. Like a Doc Holliday, um, oh uh, yeah, yeah, sort of. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I, I fucked it up. It would. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, it's, it's nine months. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's uh, like a baby. The last time uh, I've talked to you, Tia, and uh, it is, as always, a fucking pleasure. Uh, to be on a podcast with you. <laughs> I am super pumped, yes. And I can't wait to tell Kanan that we spent the intro just talking about how he sounds, which, I mean, is a, a romantic right? voice. <laughs> a very romantic voice. But, um, yeah, yeah I, we I, are I doing... Hope that that gets, I hope that that gets aggregated and it's like, uh, well, <laughs> Nick thinks you have a sexy voice, Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I never know how to read him. I'm going to say that, and he's going to be like, okay. And that's like Ed. He's just right. going to be like, okay. You sound like a less lethargic yep. Joe Biden, Kanan. It's beautiful. 
The oh Cadence. my god! <laughs> yeah, I oh. didn't watch the SNL with um, Jim Carrey oh playing Joe Biden, but I was looking at clips. I I don't actually. I do have cable, but I rarely watch it. I'm just usually on like YouTube, Netflix, and all that. So mm-hmm. I just saw like little Same. clips of it. I mean. Someone said he kind of was doing the mask just with, say, a white wig, and I feel like that's kind of the truth. I thought it was yeah, hilarious. Kind of he comes out, he guns a blazing, and he's like, you know, just going back and forth, and then he says like something about, like, I have about 46 plans that I have the beginning of, but we'll figure out throughout the course of this if I can, you know, it was, it was, it was funny. I'm sure it was, you know, a good a good uh, good impersonation. I don't know where I'm going with this. Someone cut me off. Yeah, you dropped the ball on that one. That was worse than my Canaan impersonation, so thanks. Oh, I was excited, too. We're, uh, we're starting this off just grand, but no, seriously. We have a few topics, obviously, to talk about. Um, I want to say, really, the creation of this week's Geek Vibes Live was Dane just being super, super happy about the uh, news that, and I thought at first it was a rumor, but apparently it's confirmed, um, and also confirmed by a now-deleted post by Jamie Foxx, that Jamie Foxx will be will be reprising his role as Electro in the upcoming Spider-Man film, which is crazy because he was that character when Andrew Garfield was playing Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man, and now we have Tom Holland in the MCU under Disney's umbrella. So, Dane, why don't you just take us away and let us, you know, talk about how pumped you are. Okay, well, I want to say pumped is a word, but intrigued. Did I not get that right? (laughs) But, 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 hear me out. This is probably going to be the longest rant that I will do on this, and any pastime listeners, if you ever listen to me on the show, you know I tend to do that sometimes, but the concept itself is very intriguing. We have Marvel, who is doing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, who wants to apparently show alternate universes within Marvel's you know, own universe, if you will. There's been rumors about Tony Stark played by Tom Cruise as a sequence or him going through worlds, and that Scarlet Witch's show will kind of also visit that realm. DC, they have the Flash movie coming out. We have Michael Keaton that's going to be there as Batman. We have uh, possibly Thomas Wayne played by, uh, man, I forgot the actor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, And now we have Ben Affleck coming back for that. And Grant Gustin might be in it. So we have a flash where he's going through the multiverse. So, of course, Sony's like, well, fuck, why don't we do this? And to be honest with you, if what they do is some type of – what I would hope is incorporating actually the first attempt at this before anyone, which was Enter the Spider-Verse, and get Shameik Moore to play Miles Morales – and break into their universe, quote-unquote, uh, the MCU. Some interaction, and then by the end of it, you have Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, which is the rumor right now, and basically the Sinister Six made up of different villains from each one. The only problem is, if you look at Tobey Maguire's universe, the only fucking villain left is Sandman. And uh, yeah, he was part of Sinister Six, but... Let's be real. Does anyone really care if Sandman comes back? I mean, it'd be kind of cool, but maybe, maybe Doc Ock didn't die. Who knows? I guess we could just go for that. Everyone else is dead as fuck. We know that. 
I think people got incinerated and shit and impaled. But Andrew Garfield, Lizard, gone. Second movie, Electro, who we thought died, is brought back. Uh, and I don't think Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblin died either. So, you know, we have Mysterio in this new one that's also been a member of the Sinister Six that has not – well, that apparently died. Another one who apparently died is what I'm trying to say is they got the Vulture. they got a couple members. Maybe they could do it where these other characters don't necessarily come from – you know, maybe this uh, Electra doesn't come from Andrew Garfield's world. It's like another version of that world. But – just get fucking weird with it, man. Just have, like, a party, dude. You know, introduce all these goddamn people, and if, if the end of it is, like, a bunch of badass Spider-Men fighting the Sinister Six, that sounds like fun, and maybe eventually we can get maximum carnage with the same level of craziness when Woody Harrelson and Tom Hardy come back with their characters. So I got really sweaty. I got really geeky just now, and I apologize. But this is where, you know, everything in my brain was just, like, a fucking fireworks display, like at the grand finale when I found out this information. Now, here's the bad news. Electro sucked. That iteration was terrible. It was basically kind of like the Riddler, just like he had less brain level going on or some shit. So they definitely need to do something different. But Jamie Foxx is fucking Jamie Foxx. So, like I said, maybe this is not exactly Andrew Garfield's Electro. I don't know. Maybe they're going to embrace that. They've already started to in Sony. They were the ones that kind of inspired everyone else to with Enter the Spider-Verse. So that's my info, and I'm going to shut up now. So there you go. <laughs> Dane, never apologize for being geeky, first of all. Second of all, I will never! say this right here and now, is that I have never seen The Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2. I only say it because <laughs> I just never got a chance. I just... I just never got a chance to, right? Like, I was I so burnt by the third to. Spider-Man. What'd you say? You don't need to. They're not, they're not that good. <laughs> I would, the first one's I would say the first one's, I would say okay. the first one's fun. Second it's one's okay. terrible. It's a remake yeah. of, uh, of uh, Batman Begins. Like, I mean, it's the worst <laughs> version of Batman Begins. It really well, is. And that's the thing it. Is I that, still love Andrew Garfield. And that's the thing is that I had heard, like, really mixed things about it. And then by the time, like, I almost considered watching it, then all of a sudden we got Tom Holland in the MCU. And I'm like, well, I care about the MCU much more than anything else. So, anyway, um, and so when they announced that uh, Jamie Foxx was coming back as Electro, I was saying to myself, really from uh, two movies that I felt, you know, people generally say weren't that big of fans of, but the one thing especially is, with the second one being the movie that people say is a flaming, like the worst Spider-Man film so far, which right. I mean, that and three, it's like, you got to pick and choose, but you know, right. And it's the thing there. is, it's like, I know this is like, say, so not the point at all, but me in my head, I'm like, all right, you brought back J.K. Simmons as uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Now you're planning on bringing back elect, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. I'm sorry if they're bringing back freaking characters from previous iterations of Marvel films. I need my freaking Netflix Marvel characters to somehow be in Woo! the MCU. But someone did point out to me these, J., you know, J. Jonah Jameson, Electro, those are still Sony, so that could be be what Sony's assigned to, but I love the idea of the multiverse. If that's how, you know, 
Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and WandaVision wants to get weird, I'm ready for the weirdness. Like, we really haven't had that much weirdness in the MCU. I'm ready for the weirdness. But, Nick, what do you think about the report of Jamie Foxx reprising his role? And before I pass it along to you, I will say that now-deleted post by Jamie Foxx did allude that he won't be blue in this. Right. Yes, he won't be blue, which is good. Um, and uh, but but first of all, before I delve into this, I just gotta say, fucking great, great job, Dia, on working in. Hey, this is all fine and good, but like, where the fuck are my fucking Netflix people? You're still on brand. <laughs> I was I'm hearing like reports where people are like, you know, if Marvel does bring in Daredevil or the Punisher, they're gonna recast and I'm like, Why? You brought in Jarvis from you know, Agent Carter into Endgame. Now you're bringing back old Sony Marvel characters. Oh my god, John Berthel and Charlie Cox are still down. So what I'm sorry, that could get me on a whole another tangent and I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, well, hey, quick question before I jump into it. Would you rather have Bernthal, because I know you love him, would you rather have mm-hmm. him uh, reprise his role as the Punisher or become the new Wolverine? Ah, so, like, listen, if it is where uh, Disney and Marvel are just like, absolutely not, we're not, you know, even touching the Netflix universe, sorry, X, Y, and Z. We don't even think we're going to bring the Punisher in because he's just way too violent, blah, blah, blah. But they said, but, you know, we still want John Bernthal. Then, yeah, then John Bernthal is the Wolverine. But, of course, my first, you know, choice is always going to be John Bernthal as Frank Castle. I gotcha. My my thought is just you'll get more Bernthal as Wolverine than you would as Frank Castle. Because, like, they're not going to That is very like, true. He's not going to be... He's not going to be in as many crossover appearances, whereas Wolverine, they'll use him a lot. Um, and and that's kind of where I land on that. Um, I think he should like, play Storm. Oh, yeah, I'd be good. <laughs> I mean, bold. <laughs> bold choice. But, that's very uh, bold. Very bold. Brave. <laughs> um, well, you know, we're 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 trans positive on this podcast. So, uh yeah, I mean, <laughs> like why not? Um but no, I think that as far as Jamie Foxx coming back, I I hope it's just like I hope it's not his like that version of a like like I hope he's just like they don't have to delve into like an origin story. He can just show up. I mean, how how many times have we seen, like, comic book movies where the bad guy just shows up? We don't have to see, like, their origin story every movie. I mean, the best comic book villain of our time is Heath Ledger's Joker, and he just shows up. Um, so I I hope that's the direction they go. I do hope they kind of revamp the look. I Like, I never was – like, I, I don't hate the, the blue thing or whatever, but, I, I mean, I, I don't love it. Um, and I would like something that's maybe a little more um, – you don't have to be, like, super true to comic books where, you know, you got the whole uh, yellow and green suit with the, the fucking – was it the, 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 the lightning uh, things on, the, on the, the headwear or whatever? You don't have to go like that. But I, I do think he would be – they would be better off going with, like, Okay, this is 
this is like essentially the same character, but this is taking place in our universe. This is our universe's character, and still leaving like the setup for um, down the road for like sort of into the Spider Verse type uh, type things. I, I I like that idea. I I like keeping it a little more vague. I I'm not one to be to say like oh well, the audiences won't get it because we've done that. So many fucking times, and it's like I think we, we we far too often sell audiences short on like what they have the capacity to fucking understand. Um, and in general, just like in making movies in general, like um, whether you know whether it be something in this case or just expository dialogue to explain what's going on when it's not needed. Uh, that's done way too often in movies, and it drives me fucking crazy. Um, but, I, you know, I I like the idea of bringing Jamie Foxx back because, like Dane said, he's a fucking awesome actor. Like, <laughs> motherfucker won an Oscar uh, for playing uh, Ray. Uh, he does for his, his performance in, in Ray. Um, and, like, he's, he's just amazing. He's he's really good. And I, I, I think, too, like... Um, Especially for people like our age, it's like, dude, we like, we remember him in like, uh, was it Booty Call? Dane? is that was that like that was like his first big movie, um, and then you know he went on to do like a couple other color. movies. Yeah, I remember Bait. Do you remember that one where he's like yep. he plays the bait? <laughs> um, David Morse is like the cop in that. I love David Morse, um, and uh, like, the, like he's in a lot of like kind of quintessential movies um, like when we were growing up and then he became this like legit awesome fucking actor Uh, and and I you know I think he he would it just makes so much sense if he's interested to like bring him into the fold but like don't I I don't want to see them like try really hard to connect this to the um, to the amazing Spider-Man universe like just just let him exist, and then maybe explore any aspects of why he exists there later. Um, and and I I think that would be the direction I would go. Yeah, I don't think that they need like with I know that uh, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson was just essentially a cameo at the end of Far From Home, but I swear I didn't put, like, any thought into it. I saw some people who were just so, like, oh, this is connected, da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, he's just reprising his role, and that's all it was, and I feel like, you know, for us, if they just put Electro in there, I don't think that a lot of, like, there will obviously be fans who will try to connect, and they'll need that ultra explanation and all that, but then you're going to have the group of fans that are like, it's just a redo. It's like um, uh, Ryan Reynolds at Deadpool. Did Deadpool try to right. you know, tie in with uh, Wolverine Origins? No. I know it made fun of shit, but it really didn't try to tie into anything, so I think that they could just do that with Electro and be fine, but as you guys, I'm going to echo what the both of you said. Uh, Jamie Foxx is a fantastic actor, and I'm happy to see him. If he's excited, if he's excited, that's the best thing, because if he's excited, then he's going to put on a good performance. I had uh, two questions for you guys related to this before we move on. Um, Sure. 
I mean, here's here's the thing. If it's not necessarily about maybe maybe uh, Into the Spider Verse is a separate entity. Maybe that's where we could see possibly that Miles interact with an animated version of Toby or Andrew Garfield if they decide to go in that direction. But there are rumors that they're involved. And I just feel it's a weird parallel that Flashpoint puts out this concept with these past Batman on the same movie. Uh, the first question basically is, you know, I'll, I'll start with, uh, with Tia, you know, do you think that this is their counterpoint basically to Flashpoint if they do get, you know, uh, the past two Spider-Man involved in this movie? I mean, I could see that. They're seeing how hyped everyone is for the Flash movie. I mean, and the MCU Marvel has dominated for so long, and then DC now is getting the hype back with all these things. It may be very well their attempt to try and also garner that sort of hype. But also, this third Spider-Man um, is supposed to be, I believe, Tom Holland's last solo uh, Spider-Man. I don't know what's going to happen after that. Of course, you know, they could go back to the drawing board, but I believe this is supposed to be the last one. And if they're trying to go out with a bang, they're trying to go out with a bang, or at least, at the very least, open up uh, their own sort of Spider-Verse so that when Sony decides to just do Sony again and not have this deal with Disney that they're already set and they already have a nice independent sort of universe for people to be excited for, as opposed to going, Oh, well now that, you know, uh, Sony and Disney have split their relationship. You know, I don't really care about Sony. No, that, that, that does make sense, especially with the, you know, Sony's look might be looking out for themselves. We know that obviously as of recently, Disney worked out something for us to continue this version of Tom Holland Spider-Man within still the MCU. But I think that a lot of it was an olive branch with Venom and Morbius, basically Tom Holland's, you know, involvement with the Sony version of their universe. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, what's going to happen if there's going to be more, maybe, you know, and what I said, if they're not going to use the characters, Sony's distributing movies like Morbius and whatnot, why not have the Netflix characters, you know, use that as an olive branch, give them the characters, the actors. You don't have to really go into origins with a lot of those characters. You'll get back the diehards that like those shows on Netflix. You don't go out after details of what happened on the shows beforehand. Just present a new, you know, version of that. You could even do like a Sin City where you have a bunch of them in one thing with a bunch of little stories with the same actors reprising the roles and allow Sony to kind of like take that over. But then that involves, you know, Marvel giving away assets, so that might not work out. But either way, I'm sorry, I'm kind of rambling. What do you think about that? Do you think that this is a counter for Flashpoint introducing a bunch of past Batman in a movie? Uh, do you think that they're doing this potentially with this Spider-Man movie, Nick? I doubt it. I mean, I I, I find it hard to believe that um, that Kevin Feige and Marvel and Disney – are like, hey, we we got to keep up with the Joneses, Joneses over there at fucking Warner Brothers. They're going to blow us out of the water. Like, they're well, not this is concerned Sony, about that. Though, what we're talking about. Sure, I mean, I I guess I get that, um, but still, I I mean, I I, I know that <clears throat> Feige is like at least tangentially involved in yeah, like yeah. the decision making there, um, and you know, I I don't. 
I don't think they're um, – I, I think it I, – I, I honestly, I think it's like independent invention. I mean it's the same thing – I in my opinion, it's the same thing that went down with like Civil War and, and Batman versus Superman. Like – they like n- neither one of them was copying the other person in in, in or the other uh, company in that regard to me. Um, obviously, Marvel was building towards that the whole time. Um, and <clears throat> honestly, like Batman versus Superman is a fucking goldmine of an idea. Now they didn't execute on it the way that I wanted them to, um, but I mean it was a it was a fucking great idea. Like you call a movie Batman vs Superman, and then like everybody's gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Like it wasn't them copying uh, Civil War, and obviously Civil War had been in, in the works for a while. Um, I, I mean, I I think these things just kind of happen, um, but because you know, there's there's uh, you know kind of quintessential classic like storylines. Like that's a Civil War is like a kind of classic storyline uh the the dark knight uh returns is is a classic storyline which they obviously used uh a lot of elements of that for batman versus superman um and i feel like this is the same thing like you know the uh, infinite earths and crisis on infinite earths and all that um and they've seen the popularity of it i, I i'm assuming that the popularity of it uh for the television shows like i i would assume the crossover events have the highest ratings of, of, you know, any of those particular episodes. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, you know, goes without saying. And then, I mean, it just kind of makes sense. I feel like Marvel has been setting up sort of this, uh, this multiverse for a while now. Um, I, I feel like, you know, they, they probably started it even before this, but like, I mean, specifically uh, in Ant-Man and then Ant-Man 2 with their, with their venture into the quantum realm, I mean that that, and then Doctor Strange being introduced and everything else. Like I think it's just like for Kevin Feige, it's just like this is the next step. Uh, and so I, I don't think there's as much connection there, um, and, like as far as a competitive stance. Like we gotta like step up and do this. Um, I think it's more just. You know, this is uh, kind of the natural evolution of of where we go from here, and and I think like the Spider Man is just kind of like maybe keeping up with both of them, um, and you know, Sony's like, well, you know, what what can we do here? How like how can we work this this aspect in? Uh, and and like we stated before, we still don't know. Like I know the rumor has been voiced, uh, or or the story has been voiced as. He's reprising his role. Um, I'm still not super convinced that he's reprising his role because that's different than playing the same character uh, in a different timeline. Um, but whether he's reprising or, or playing a, his same character in a different timeline, it still kind of uh, connects to what you were saying. And I think that th- that's kind of just Sony and, and, and Marvel's uh, – way of, of going to the next evolutionary aspect and Sony has to kind of keep up with Marvel like Marvel uh, the MCU is obviously going in that direction with the, you know like you said Dane Doctor Strange 2 and uh, WandaVision 
and they're going to be working in the mutants and everything else. So they obviously kind of have to go that direction. It would make sense that the Spider-Man movies move in that direction with those other movies. I get what you're saying. um, Just a real quick – no, just a second question, just real quick. uh, Just would you rather them keep the multiverse aspects with Spider-Man with the Into the Spider-Verse, you know, theme, and then this – like you said, this is just Electro getting played by the same actor, just like they did J.K. Simmons in the MCVU universe. Um, and maybe they can do that with other people. If you don't want to have to spend so much time reintroducing Doc Ock, you could have Alfred Molina kind of come back in if you wanted to. Would you rather this not be about the multiverse or be about the multiverse, basically? Tia. I think you can do it. I think you can do it both ways. Or, like, I, I think... I like just whichever. Yeah, I like the aspect of like a multiverse. I'm fine with that, and I think it's. I mean, it's obviously the direction they're going. I, I, but I don't necessarily like, like, the notion that everything they do has to be like intertwined with that. So for this specifically, I would rather Jamie Foxx just be playing like. Like the same character, but in a different universe. I don't want I don't want the spy uh, the the amazing Spider Man verse, uh, you know, Electro. Rhino, you don't want that uh, amazing version of Rhino, the amazing Spider Man too. The poor G- Paul Giamatti playing yeah. that crap show. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they didn't give him a lot to do. I, I'm, I'm going to stand up for my guy. Like, I love Paul Giamatti. But no, that Me wasn't too. good. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, I'll just say you, that I don't, I don't think that they need to explain Electro as far as saying, oh, he's from the multiverse, he's from this different uh, universe, and now he's in this universe. Like with J.K. Simmons, I think that they can just place him in there and the audience will hopefully just understand that this is a different version and maybe he's getting the chance to play this more refined version of the character but then in general yes I do want a multiverse like I will tell you that when Spider-Man Far From Home was being teased with this trailers and uh, you know Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio was talking about multiverse like I was totally down for it I was so down for it. I was like, yes, this is it. This is them introducing it. And they, like, teased us with it. But then they came out and announced that literally Doctor Strange's um, second movie is going to be called The Multiverse of Madness. I'm like, okay, we're getting the multiverse. It just didn't start with Far From Home. But so I think uh, both can be true at the same time, Dane. I want the multiverse, but I also just don't think you need to explain Electro as the multiverse, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. And what, what about my idea for like a shit? Get Rodriguez to do it, man. It's like a Sin City with Netflix characters, like neo noir action film. I'd be fine with that because I think that those street level heroes work well. But again, my like fan fiction brain sits there and goes like I would have loved in Endgame just a portal opening and there's like Daredevil Punisher, Luke Cage I would have been like yes um, <laughs> but of course those things are those things are only written on archive of our own not in actual movies but um, I mean that, maybe it, it'll listen, be in the I'd be cool cut. with that as well 
Oh God, please stop. Yeah, they 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 gave us Howard the Duck. Like, why not give us our what we really want, man? Like, fucking hell. <laughs> oh God, so I cool. love it. But we could probably spend an entire podcast talking on this stuff. But we do have other topics, gentlemen. Um, one that you guys actually did a podcast on, and it is uh, the amazing series Cobra Kai, which I have to tell you that. I got into it probably only two weeks ago. I have heard people mm. like sing its praises from the rooftop. Like I've listened to podcasts where somehow Cobra Kai gets like, you know, brought up and people will say it's better than it should. It's so unfair how good it is. It's unbelievable how good it is. And I was just sitting at home. It's on Netflix. It was, you know, popping up and I was like, let me see what everyone's talking about. Oh my God. I, I finished all two seasons within two days. Like, that's how ridiculous it was. I was just like, this is amazing. Um, So then we not only got a teaser trailer, because it was quite short, so I'm going to call it a teaser trailer. Uh, We got a teaser trailer for season three, and we got an early renewal for season four. So, Nick, how do you feel about both the teaser trailer and the fact that they already know we're getting a season four? So I'm mixed on this, um, surprisingly, because uh, if you listen to uh, the the show that Jane and I did uh, where we reviewed it, we both fucking love it. Um, But I'm mixed for this reason. Um, I mean, the teaser trailer was was like exactly what you said. It was a teaser trailer. It was mostly like reused footage from the previous seasons and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. But the the fact that they're doing a season four – like, I kind of felt like season three felt like where to end it for me. That does, That's not how these things work, and I understand that. It, it's gained so much popularity, so obviously you're going to keep making it. Especially something like this, where it doesn't – and I don't say this is like a – to, like, knock it down or anything, but it's not like uh, – it, it, it doesn't strike me as something that is like super artistic and planned out from the get go. You know, like they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants, figuring shit out um, and doing it very, very well, I will add. Um, but like, I, you know, I was kind of thinking maybe like, like finish it off with season three. Um, Cause it, 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 it has amped up its um, sort of unbelievability uh, in season two, like season one was just like very believable. Season two, not as much, especially the finale, um, which I was totally fine with. And I, and I explained that on, on the pod. Go check it out. It's on uh, Jane Rant. Uh, or, excuse me, uh, Monday Suck, uh, I think is the channel that it was posted on. Um, and, uh, it, but, it, like, I, I loved the fact that they just hammed it up and, like, went full on. It, it fits to me with like the Netflix. Like you're gonna make it. Yeah, well, it just fits with me if you're gonna do like a if you're gonna do a Karate Kid offshoot show. You 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 have the luxury of being able to ham it up a little bit. Uh, it's a it's a fucking '80s movie. If you if you're doing an offshoot show on an '80s movie, you can ham it up. But uh, I do think. I I want to know like where kind of where they're going. Obviously, it's it's. It's very um, Karate Kid uh, with 
way more choreographed action and way like way more teen drama soap opera type stuff. I compared it to like the OC or Beverly Hills 90210 um, on the pod that we did, and like I like I I like that aspect of it. I like that they're able to kind of like rope in multiple audiences by doing it that way. Um, but I, I wonder if they really know where it's going. Um, and if they do, I'm down for it. If they're like kind of figuring it out on the way, I wonder what happens with that. But I'm very excited for season three. It, I'll, I'll reserve what I think about, you know, them doing a season four with where season three ends. We're obviously getting it very soon. I think it was uh, early January was when it's going to be dropping. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, and, 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 and Tia, I, I was kind of like you. I, I watched, similar at least, I watched the first episode and then um, like years ago um, on YouTube Red. And it was like, if you want to keep watching, subscribe to you know, uh, YouTube Red. And, and and I was like, no, I'm good. And I mean, I, it was fun. I liked it, but I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna pay you uh, to to watch this. Um, and when it got moved over to Netflix, I was like, oh yeah, I real I remember that. I really enjoyed it. So I rewatched the first episode and then watch all the subsequent episodes. And like you, I watched. I knocked it out in like a weekend. Like I was just like, oh my god, I can't get enough. This is fucking great. Um, so I I I think that. Season three is going to be like that too, uh, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I want to know what happens with Miguel. I want to know what happens with Johnny and his relationship with Miguel. I, my guess would be the, the two of them are so close, but like the mom is now estranged and she doesn't want Miguel hanging out with him anymore. Um, like what the fuck? I have no idea what happens to uh, Ronnie. I think is his name. Uh, Johnny did. Robbie, yeah, I have no idea what happens to him, like, because, I mean, he basically just fucking committed, like, assault, like, and then ran away from the scene, uh, so, like, I wonder what, what goes on there, but I feel like they've established, um, almost, like, this, this, uh, this, their own little universe of, like, 80s movies, uh, universe where the consequences are not like it doesn't have to exactly reflect reality um so i think you can get away with a lot there um but i'm interested to see where that goes uh and and just in general like where um you know where our main characters in johnny and 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 uh and daniel's son go uh you know out of all of this i mean obviously uh daniel's wife uh, told him like no more karate, so like what does that mean? How do we get um, how do we get like uh, that dojo up and going again? And like how do we fight uh, John Kreese's, uh character? Like I, I I need to know all of this, so I'm still very excited for season three. So the thing is, like when they announced that a season four was happening the thing that it told me was that at least i would hope that you know netflix has seen season three and 
they really like it, and that's why they're, they renewed it for season four, even though season three didn't even hit the streaming service. I know you guys don't watch The Boys, but but before The Boys season two even hit Amazon Prime, they already came out like a week beforehand and said, hey, by the way, it got renewed for a season three. So everyone was like, that probably means that they've seen season two and it's epic as hell. So that's really what I took away from the season four renewal. Um, you're right, Nick. You don't want to ever say beat a dead horse or for a show to go on way longer than it needs to be. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens there. But God, the, the end of season two, first of all, just as you said, it kind of lives within this like eighties sort of, world where, as you said, the consequences aren't as bad as, say, in real life. I right. What struck me was, like, I loved Johnny, like, so much and how, like, mm-hmm. not PC he was at first and then how he grew <laughs> and seeing what happened to poor Miguel. Um, I was like, that hurts me. Like, I really don't care about Robbie at all. I know that that's his biological child, but I'm like, you hurt Miguel. And I think in the <laughs> teaser trailer, it looked like Robbie was in jail. So clearly he got caught and he's suffering some repercussions on the attack on Miguel. But it does already suspend disbelief because I'm sorry, I've seen high school fights and that thing went on for like 20 minutes without any security guard <laughs> yeah. at all getting involved. But um, it's crazy because it's like you called the show Cobra Kai because it's obviously Johnny at first taking the name back and making it his own. But now John Kreese has taken over Cobra Kai. Hawk and Tori have turned their backs on Johnny. Um, and we already saw, say, Hawk um, – really has, uh, whatchamacallit, it? like Hawk has really sort of transformed into this very angry character. We saw it in like season two, but now like that he's really sided with Crease, it's like, oh, well, what's going to happen there? It's just so much. It really is, but I'm pumped for it. I'm really excited. And um, I'll say one last thing before I turn it over to Dane. In the teaser for season three, you see Daniel LaRusso say to Johnny, well, what did you think was going to happen? Um, which, first of all, I think Daniel, since day one, never wanted to give it a chance. And I was just like, that's on you. But is are Johnny and Daniel going to have to team up? Oh, my God, thank you. Daniel is such a dick. Like, Johnny yeah. was just trying to do his thing and be good. And Daniel's like, oh, no, he's so wrong in all of this. He's the villain. I'm the good guy. Remember, Mr. Miyagi gave me his car. So, obviously, <laughs> right. like, I'm the hero of this story. I'm like, you're a dick a and you're a privileged bag. dick now. Such a douchebag. While Johnny's like pretty much in the gutter just trying to make a living and you're like trying to stop him at every single cost. But yeah, so I'm pumped for season three. Dane, uh, what do you think about the teaser for season three? And were, do you have the same thoughts that Nick had about a season four renewal? Yeah, um, the trailer was awesome. Uh, I like the idea of you know, Danielson, or maybe Danielson and Johnny, we don't really know. We just know that from what uh, Ralph Macchio said, he's going back to Japan, so it's going to very much reflect the second movie. Um, so there's going to be some type of story building. I'm assuming there's going to be 
you know, them coming together to go against John Kreese, and I don't know what the fourth season would be, but it would be to wrap up everything else. And we'll see Miguel in this, like, season and a half get back to where he needs to be. Maybe maybe the last season will we'll, uh, also just incorporate um, one last tournament, something like that. But I, I, I'm, I'm with Nick. I, I you know, as uh, Billy Joel once said, and it had nothing to do with fucking television shows, but it doesn't matter, only the good die young. <laughs> um, some of the best television shows didn't keep on trying to go just for the sake of having episodes, just for the sake of continuing the story. Um, now, there, obviously, there's, there's different ones that, you know, like I, I think that maybe Sopranos could be an example of going a little bit further, Lost, but that kind of also negates some of the the greatness of if they would have done it like Breaking Bad. Like, and I, I'm not trying to compare it like that, but any television show, and I think that, uh, for example, they'll be out next Halloween, but um, Stranger Things, I think they're doing it a smart route. Uh, Ozarks, I think, is doing it a smart route. Get in, tell the great story, and just peer off, and just let it be like, yeah, there you fucking go. That's that that's that's how it's supposed to be. But uh, I think that that's how they should do it. I'm glad they got renewed for a fourth season. If they go five seasons, that'll be fine. I don't know what they have to tell though by that point, and it becomes Netflix just wanting them to stay around. That's the whole thing and the whole worry behind this. But I, I heard there's a rumor, and you guys will like this based on the uh, the Daredevil uh, hallway fight scene at the at the high school. That uh, John Kreese is going to be getting some of his old martial art, martial arts military buddies to come in. Uh, one defensive that knows judo, played by Charlie Cox, an offensive fighter that knows Cop McGraw, and uh, ex-military expert uh, played by John Bernthal, and then uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be playing a sumo. So that's going to be really, really, really cool aspect. So there you go. See, you got what you wanted. You got what you wanted, just in a different universe. Dan, how do you say these things with a straight face? I do not understand. I practiced. You really had me going there. You really had me going there. Um. No, he had me too until he said Vincent D'Onofrio is a sumo, and I was like, oh, that is the perfect way to end this joke. Oh, that's great. oh that's man! Um, I, you know what? I wouldn't mind if uh, Charlie Cox and John Bernthal got roped into Cobra Kai. Like, you know me, I'd be <laughs> fine with that. But um, <laughs> listen, I think that if they did um, a season, you know, as you said, season five, then that would be fine. I think season five uh, or five seasons is. Uh, enough, right? It's it had its run. It didn't go too far. But if it goes just to the four seasons, then that's it. I'm cool with that too. Um, I don't think you need ten seasons of Cobra Kai. That would be no. way too much. Um, but I will say one last thing before we move on. I was happy in the teaser for them to at least have shown that Miguel wakes up, because yes. at the end of season two when Hawk was like, if he dies, that's on you. And I was like, oh, my God, are they going to kill off Miguel? Um, that I would not be happy with. So the fact that you at least saw him wake up. But, I mean, he looked very injured. There's a very good chance that Miguel will probably never fight again. But, you know, maybe then he can be Johnny's emotional support person. I don't know. But I I love it. Um, I did start listening to your guys' podcast, so please, everyone who's listening, make sure you check that out because now that I'm a fan of Cobra Kai, I need to ingest everything that's Cobra Kai. But um, let's move on. In not-so-surprising news, 
James Bond No Time to Die was postponed to 2021. Um, and pretty much it just seems like every movie is postponed to 2021. I forget which movie now it is that they said was still premiering. Dune, I think, is still premiering like December 18th. I'm like, yeah. In yeah. what world is that premiering? <laughs> no, but don't, I'm sorry, but don't take that's it away get from pushed. me. I need it. I need it so bad. Um, hey, well, did you guys I'm... see Tenet? <laughs> no, I, I did not see Tenet. Tenet. I haven't either. Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like no one's going to the movies, right? Um, so I, but anyway, uh, Dane, I mean, you're are, you're not surprised, obviously, that James Bond got pushed to 2021. No, and and I think it's really uh, interesting, due to the pandemic, obviously, that this year is kind of becoming the year where every fucking sport's coming out at the same time, and next year is going to be every goddamn movie, it seems like, because everyone's getting pushed. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's not so much, obviously, I want people to be protected and safe and all that type of shit, but when it comes to a business standpoint, when you put Tenet in theaters, and it makes, I think it was like, Man, it was like 20000 the first weekend. Like, it made a horrible number. Like, it's just diminishing returns. And I heard that this is the reason why Cinelease, like, closed up in U.K. and uh, and U.S. locations because they were basically depending on this movie to come out. So they're, they're shut down for right now. That's huge. That's not good. And it's unfortunate just how it is. But I've gone to the theater once. Um, it was to go see Indiana Jones because uh, it was $4.00. Um, and I was like, I'm cheap, and there was no one there. So, fun experience, but uh, I haven't seen Tenet, though. Which Indiana Jones do you see? Uh, the what's the first one? Is it Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, four ninety nine well, at the Mall of Georgia. God, the thing shit. is, yeah, is that, like, nice. I, like, I don't go to the movie theaters unless it's, say, like, a big movie. I probably would have gone and seen Tenet. But in general, I think I've said this on podcasts in the past that, you know, if it's not a Marvel movie or a DC movie that I really want to see, then um, I don't go to the theater, right? So that really didn't affect me too much. But when now all of these movies that I want to see so badly keep getting postponed, I'm like, shit. And as you just said, Dane, uh, Cineworld is shutting its U.S. and U.K. theaters. I mean, to me, it's like, the freaking theater um, industry is going to get shuttered by all of this. And I yeah. think, this is just my personal opinion, people can disagree with me, but I think that these big um, studios need to start rethinking just releasing their shit from, you know, home. People are now filming things. They have shown, I guess, that they can do that safely. And in the, in the regard of TV shows, it's like, cool, you film it, you release it, uh, people watch it at home, there's really no pause there. But with movies that they're trying to wait for everything to be cool to show it in theater, it's like they're filming these things, and it's like who knows when they're going to get shown. And in the meantime, uh, all these big businesses are going out of business. So to me, I think that the movie should really, the studio should really rethink these policies. But Nick, what do you think about James Bond A getting postponed and, um, you know, Cineworld closing all of its UK and US uh, locations? I, 
I, I kind of go back and forth to this. I, I mean, I think it makes it, it makes sense financially, um, you know, because it, like Dane said, we've seen the the numbers that Tenant brought in. People just like, especially in America, people aren't ready to go to the movies. Um, that's just the way it is, and I don't blame anybody who doesn't want to go to the movies right now. I don't want to go to the movies right now. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I, I think it, it, to me, what's really interesting is, is what you alluded to, um, there, uh, Tia is, is the, what does this, what does this mean for the future of movie making and theaters in general? And I, like, I don't know. I like, I don't think anyone knows, but like, I, it, it can mean a lot of different things because uh, essentially if movies just don't enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code champion and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code champion and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Come out. For the next six months in movie theaters, what does that mean for these movie theaters? And like, yeah, they have some movies being released, um, and and they reopened and all this. But like, Tenant was like the big. It, obviously, that failed because if it if it had succeeded, they would be releasing all these other movies. So, yeah, I I I don't know. I really hope Dune comes out because like Tenant. <laughs> Tenant was like, yeah, you know, maybe see it. I don't know. I'm not going to go see it. And But, like, Dune, like, uh, it's basically like Dune's for me anyway. It was like, oh, fuck, I'll risk it all. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, I want to see that fucking movie so bad. I want to see that fucking movie. So, um, so I don't know. But, like, again, I don't think that's the movie. That like, That's just me. Like, that's not. The, the the wide scale movie going audience, because um, I think the wide scale movie going audience like doesn't really know who Denny Villeneuve is. Like, I mean, what's the, his Excuse most me? popular movie? Is Sicario or Prisoners? One of those two, and like they're they were successful, but like they weren't like wildly successful. They were just very well done movies. Um, and this is, you know, if you look at like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, that was that was basically a flop as as it pertains to uh, monetary uh, value uh, as far as what they made in, in you know the, the theatrical release. Um, and you know, I I don't expect that to to hold on. I think they'll probably delay that too, which 
Moon sucks because that that is <laughs> that is like the one movie that I would risk it all for. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I I think in the grand scheme of things, it's smart. Like you, you really shouldn't be having people in 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 movie theaters right now. I watched the um, Georgia Auburn game game last night, and they they had like a twenty five percent um crowd um it, like in 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 the stadium um so and like i was like i was watching and looking at it and i was like there's a lot of people sitting next to each other not wearing masks not fucking taking any sort of precautions like this is not a good idea it's not it's a really bad idea and you know i don't know what are you going to do um i mean i don't i don't think not to make this more than just a, a nerdy geek culture show, uh, but I mean, I I don't necessarily think government should like dictate this is like this is what you you should and shouldn't be able to do. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, yeah, but like, I did, there's a lot of people in the South who are like fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> We're, we don't I even don't live in Don't worry, they're really right stupid in the north too. <laughs> One yeah, thing I, I will say, people everywhere. I shouldn't, I shouldn't call it the south. I just see a lot of them around me. It's you know, but, um, but like that many people in a fucking stadium not wearing masks or not being required to wear masks. Um, you know, you you start doing that with movie theaters and everything, and then everything just spreads even more. You know, I don't know. I, I I think it, it's probably smart for it, – it's obviously smart for these companies to, like, hold off on releasing the, the movies that they know are going to make a shit ton of money um, and, uh, you know, um, holding those back so that they can release them at a time when everyone – feels comfortable going to see them and they can make their shit ton of money. And then maybe, you know, you, you – um, throw out your, I mean, whatever, like what, whatever movies that you know aren't going to make a shit ton of money, but you, whether they're like, um, sort of more artsy films or, um, you know, you know, your, your, your monster trucks or whatever the fuck that movie was, uh, like that kind of shit. What? It's like somewhat, you, you know, you're yeah, you remember that that movie where there was like a monster inside a fucking inside of like a a monster truck? Like, no, no, that was a thing. I'm not I'm not thinking I'm not dreaming this. That was a thing. <laughs> there was like a monster with tentacles that came out of the fucking truck and they were doing like wheelies. And shit. What were you I don't know. I never saw Nick? it. <laughs> what what substance were you on? I want to try it, peyote. <laughs> I never saw it, but it's, it, it it exists. It's out there. I think it's called monster truck. Uh, or, or, or something like that. Um, but like, no, you can release something like that. But like, maybe don't release your your like uh, your next big James Bond film, or you know your 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 next like the movie that you need or want to make a shit ton of money. You, you're not gonna release that, and I get that. No, I mean I get it too. Like, uh, you're not gonna show Black Widow 
when you know that once you do then put Black Widow out when times are better, you're going to make all that money. Why put it out now when you're – they saw how Tenet did, um, and I think they're basing a lot of that on that. Unfortunately, I think Tenet was like the guinea pig. But, yeah. you know, in the meantime, these movie theaters are suffering. But speaking about movies, have either of you seen the trailer to – the second Borat film, which we didn't even know that, like, he was filming originally until, like, a couple of weeks ago, and then suddenly we get a trailer. But um, have either of you guys seen that not only are we getting a second Borat, but there was a Borat trailer? Whoa, whoa, you are very nice, yes. (laughs) I I have not seen it, but um, have you seen it, Tia? I did see it, but I didn't retain a whole lot of it, honestly. It's one I just of those wanted you, if as uncomfortable as possible, just describe what happens in the trailer, because I'm sure it's awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking amazing. I it's mean, it's so boring, you okay. know? So, Ding, go, go ahead. Very you nice. Dang, you legit haven't seen the trailer? No, I haven't. I haven't got a chance. I've heard that it was out. I just hadn't got a chance to. I'm I'm down. I okay. loved the fucking Borat film. I think it was hilarious. Oh, like, so especially that awkward funny. scene I... where him and the uh, fat guy are rolling around the bed fighting butt ass naked. That was a that was an interesting <laughs> part. Yeah. Well, you in this movie, it seems like here's the deal. You replace his the, the his fat guy buddy with his daughter, um, and right. essentially like. They go like he and his daughter go on like an adventure together. He's been disgraced as far as uh, oh like the movie that like that he made. Uh, they reference it and 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 basically he's he's been disgraced because the movie is 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 bad and and reflects poorly on Kazakhstan. And so they've <laughs> given him a second chance to make another movie. Uh, to to better reflect Kazakhstan, um, but like I I want to just throw like one little nugget out there for you. So like he and his daughter are in a um, essentially like a like a, a a pastry store and they're looking at these cupcakes and his daughter is like um, I want like I want the one with the baby. Uh, and so th- they give her like a cupcake that has like a little a little baby, like a maybe inch like ball. Yeah, like plastic baby uh, uh, figurine on top of it. You know, it's like little things you stick on top of cakes. Um, and she just devours it and like swallows the fucking plastic baby. And so they go to like a. Um, I guess like the opposite of what would be a um uh what do you call it? an abortion clinic like they go to like a pregnancy clinic or whatever and uh and basically Borat's like and then you take this baby out of her and they're like we don't do this here and he's like ah oh, this makes me feel so bad it's my fault she has a baby inside her <laughs> and, oh my god and and so what you're saying is the like, love story He's like, have you ever, have you ever had this happen? Have you ever had to, uh, you know, like you as a father responsible for putting baby inside your daughter? <laughs> and like the, the fucking like church going nice Christian, or nice is maybe a loose term with the word, but the the, the very Christian person is like, 
uh, no, I've never had that happen. So it's like, you're, you're, like they're painting the stakes in the same fucking way. Um, they do a great job of showing it in this trailer. Um, yeah, I'm a hundred fucking percent in for this. I can't wait. I, it looks fucking hilarious. And oh, like, me neither. The thing is, is that I was 16 when the first Borat film came out, and I mean that was like such a an impact oh, on our generation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's like it was such a like an impact on our culture. Like I was watching Bob's Burgers not too long ago, and there was like an episode where he was like, "My wife," and I was like, "So <laughs> it's it's made such an impact on culture." So I'm like, I can't only imagine. And so when it was like, "Hey, there's another Borat," I was like, "Are you kidding? Like I'm 30 now, and there's another Borat film, and he just like filmed it in secret, essentially." It's just hilarious. Like he. And I think he, like, gets all dressed up because he's like, people recognize me, so I have to, you know, make another character, essentially. And I think he, yeah, like, crashed. Yeah, he puts on a fucking like, costume. He's got, like, yeah, a fucking... Yeah, he puts on, like, a like, costume. He's got, like, he's got, like Cliff Booth hair from... Uh, uh, Brad Pitt's Cliff Booth hair from fucking uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's, like, a wig <laughs> on at some point in the movie. Yeah, and I think he like crashes like a Trump rally or something like that. I mean, he's yeah, going he dresses all up as in Trump on this shit. Like, yeah, there's like a Pence like looking over at him. Like I I don't know how much of this is real, how much of it's not, but I'm very I'm very like interested in seeing it. I don't doubt Nick that like Sasha really was at one of these Trump rallies and we just didn't hear about it because they were oh, like, oh, it's too. just some crazy guy. <laughs> Well, see, it's and I don't, insane. I don't, it, like, it, I don't think it was a Trump rally. I think it was like, like a little, like a little, like a smaller thing that Mike Pence did that was very, like, kind of um, Christian right oriented. And I think that was it like trying to kill the X Men. We need to kill them. They're different from us. Was <laughs> yes. it one of those Mike Pence rallies. <laughs> it was, yes, it was very much one of those type of rallies. And um, yeah. I think I think it's it's totally legit possible that he actually went to one of them, filmed it, and you know was able to get some footage out of it. If there's I one really boring fuck that's it. not going to know about Borat, it's Mike Pence. He probably wouldn't even recognize. <laughs> oh, him. Yeah. Well, and and Dane, the thing is, he's literally dressed full makeup, full makeup, no fucking uh, no no pulling stop. Uh, like he's dressed as fucking Trump. Like he's got like a fucking oh whole thing, and he's like carrying like a girl over his Daddy shoulder. Nice. I would presume his daughter, um, and like he's trying to proposition like Mike Pence into like marrying his daughter or something. Like it's fucking ridiculous. He's oh God, ridiculous, awesome. and so the sequel um, is God. This is like the longest sequel ever titled, but Borat subsequent movie film, Delivery of Progenist Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. And it actually comes out <laughs> and it actually comes out October twenty third on Amazon Prime. So you don't gotta go to the movie theaters to see this one. You just need Amazon Prime. Love it. There you go, man. That, we, all right. We need more quick. content at home. Maybe Real quick, I mean, you got to realize that all these movie theaters, you know, not just Sinley's, but I'm talking about like even the major ones, Regal and AMC, they're having problems. 
You got these companies oh, yeah. like, and they've already they've already talked about wanting to do this. You have them going down, and Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu, and all those other companies going up. It's only a matter of time when they produce their own theaters and completely kill the the normal movie theaters. I'm telling you. I mean, I wouldn't yeah, doubt I'm, it. Yeah, you I might wouldn't be right. doubt it at all. Yeah. Then they can distribute um, when they want. They can release in theaters at one time, and then a little bit later it will release on television. I mean, it's crazy. Government, man. Yeah. Government. I'm going to go my bunker. <laughs> um, but we only have a couple of more uh, topics to go through, so let's uh, hit it. First of all, I had to put this in because I couldn't believe that this was – to me this felt like one of the most outrageous things I've seen. Um, have you guys seen that – Poor Rick Moranis was attacked in New York City the other day. I heard yeah. about it. Yeah. So I mean, uh, just really quick. I mean, what what are your guys' thoughts about that, Dane? Well, watching the video, man. You know, fuck that guy. I mean, really. <laughs> I don't really know what to say besides that. But like, if you're gonna pick someone, that's like punching Bill Murray in the face, man. Like, why? Why? That's like punching Tracy Morgan in the face. Like, there's, like, douchier fucking celebrities out there. It's Rick Moranis. He just came back in the public eye, and you're just going to go up to him, punch him. But the dumbass is on fucking camera, and he got caught. I just want to – I have someone else that's going to come in here real quick and talk on behalf of this whole entire situation. Come here, macho man. Okay, man, that wants to walk around the streets punching Rick Moranis. Let me tell you, I got a couple coffee for you. You're going to take that cup of coffee and shove it up your ass and then I'm going to put you in the lock and oh yeah, one, two, three, brother, you're dead. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> I forget uh, Dane's impressions. They are pretty epic, but um, Nick, what do you think about, uh, you know, I, I guess you kind of like echo, obviously, like, fuck that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely fuck that guy. I think the timing of it was interesting because of the internet in general. I Like, one of the, the funniest memes that I saw was um, about everything going on right now was, uh, like, a meme where – and I'm selling this short because I don't remember. I just remember the gist of the meme. I don't remember the actual meme, <laughs> which is my fault. Uh but like it was, it was uh, you know one of those memes where it's like you know you got one reaction and then you got another, um, and like the first reaction was uh, in 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 juxtaposition to um, like Trump getting COVID and it was like a kind of a shoulder shrug like yeah well you know it makes sense, um, and then it was like a reaction <laughs> to <laughs> and it was a reaction to like Rick Moranis getting sucker punched and it was like I will fucking end you you motherfucker <laughs> and I was like that is so fucking awesome like that is you that have is, to trade the exactly, different things it is exactly how I feel uh, about this whole situation like how, like like what, what Dane said how the fuck why would you want to sucker punch Rick Moranis he's a fucking national the treasure. He should be protected, and this guy should be prosecuted to the full extent of the fucking law. 
Yep. Yeah, I, I saw memes like that. There was one where, like, uh, on one side it was uh, Trump getting COVID, and I think it was just, like, regular Keanu Reeves. And then the next one was, uh, you know, Rick Moranis gets punched, and it was yes. John Wick loading his gun. John Wick, that was it. <laughs> it's like, that there was you go. Yeah, Rick Moranis <laughs> like his puppy. It's like his dog. Right? Yeah, that, I'm sorry, but they, yeah, sorry, that was definitely ahead, it. That was the meme. That was the meme I was thinking of. So thank you for, for filling in the audience. I just want to let everyone know that COVID's really not that bad. It's actually wonderful. I grew a rainbow out of my ass. It was a fun time. But later. Oh, yeah. I mean, that 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 could definitely be uh, for a different sort of podcast, but I have all the predictions of what it's going to be like when he comes out on the other side of this thing. But anyway, um, uh. let's let's move on. Uh, so one of the Disney Plus Marvel shows that are coming out is Miss Marvel. And I will let both of you know right now that I know virtually nothing about the character except for that her Maybe real either. you know name is Kamala Khan. <laughs> but I have seen that she's like, a really popular character, I guess, among, like, new comic book readers because she was only invented, I think, like, six, seven years ago or something like that. It's, it hasn't been a long time, but they have cast a newcomer. Uh, I hope I'm saying her name right, Iman Vellani as Ms. Marvel. Um, I mean, what do you guys think of about this casting? Um, were you at all excited about the upcoming Miss Marvel show? Dane, I'll start with you. I, I'm happy that they have a hero for this last generation, you know, well, for the Marvel readers, if you will, that's kind of resonating to them a lot like Miles did before that. Probably Spider-Man did for decades, if you will, and I'm sure I'm forgetting some kid superheroes. But um, I know a little bit about Kamala Khan. I just I got out of Marvel. Con- I got out of comic books probably about ten years ago after reading them since I was a young lad um, on my poppy's lap, and he would let me read the comics. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't, I didn't do any of that <laughs> shit. Um, but she's a she's a cool character. Uh, she's shape shifts, so she's got like you know. Uh, Mr. Fantastic powers uh, and can heal herself. So, you know, I don't know a lot about the character, but I'm sure she's interested. I don't know a lot about the actress because she doesn't have a lot of work. So I'm just going to just put my Kevin Feige can't fuck up card out there. And, uh, you know, hopefully it will just, uh, it will be good. But I know that there, I might not know this character that well is what I'm trying to say, but I know that there's a lot of younger people that really connect with this character. And I think that that's what it matters about the most. Yeah. I believe that's what it is when they announced that they can't, were coming out with a Ms. Marvel uh, Disney plus show. A lot of people were very ecstatic about that. As I just said, and you said as well, really don't know anything about Kamala Khan. Um, I had thought originally that because her name was Ms. Marvel, that she would have powers similar to Carol Danvers. But I believe really the connection there is just that Kamala Khan is a fan of uh, Captain Marvel. So I believe that's where that comes from. But, I mean, they have been rumoring that they're trying to do, say, a young Avengers team for a while. And if you're introducing Kamala Khan, she's young. And if that's the direction they're trying to go with, with like Peter Parker and uh, Scott Lang's 
daughters and maybe that's the next step. But Nick, uh, what do you think about this casting and are you excited for the Ms. Marvel show? Um, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, man, the enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the most interesting thing about this whole, um, casting to me was so I I looked her up the actress I looked her up and apparently like she's been in nothing so yeah, she's like, a newcomer we, she's a very much a newcomer right, right. Um, but one of the, the the headline articles when I looked her up was um, she like like panned uh, Captain Marvel like. I guess, like, on some form oh, yeah, of social media. That. Yeah, like, she wasn't a fan of the movie. And and I was just like, well, that's fucking interesting. That, to me, that's um, the most interesting thing about this whole scenario. Is that she didn't like the Captain Marvel movie. Other than that, like, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm not, I haven't seen her in anything. As far as, like, the, the, the character, I'm like, Dane, like, I don't really know the character. I'm... I'm I'm fine with them doing this. Uh, like, I'm so much more interested in what they're going to be doing with Captain Marvel and the X-Men, and are they going to tie Rogue in with her um, at some point? Like, that, like all of those things interest me. Like, the, the old-school comic book storylines, that's what interests me. Um, like, like and, and again, like Dane said, like, for, for younger audiences who either have read you know her the the comics with her in in them or you know just for for you know having um just a character that you can identify with like i like i like that aspect of it i like having like diversity um you know within uh any sort of um medium especially something like this like superheroes but I, I I don't really know what to expect, so I don't have like without an expectation. I don't have like, um, you know, like a, a the, the like I'm not super geeked to see it. I'm not I'm not uh I I I don't subscribe to well you know they're just Marvel is just trying to fucking make uh you know whatever the fucking right wing say uh. But um, you're done, Joe. You're finished. You're terrible. You didn't even graduate to the top of your class. Keep on, keep on talking. I'm trying to like do that. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, please, no, that was please. funny. I, 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 I watched a, a, I watched a clip of that, but it gave me like, anxiety. The worst. Uh, I heard you ask. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I'm not, I'm not super geeked for it. I'm not super hyped for it. I, I, I'll watch it. I guess. Um. I'm 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 really interested. I you know when I saw the trailer for uh, uh, the um, uh, Scarlet Witch show, like I was I was super like I was like wow this is weird this is different. Like I I just hope they keep doing shit like that. This was like weird and different. Like I like weird and different. And the more weird and different that they get, like the more I will, the more my interest will be maintained. Um, so that that's really where I'm at as far as where Marvel goes in the future. Yeah, and 
I'll follow uh, Dane's lead here by saying that I pretty much trust whatever Kevin Feige does. So yeah, there's absolutely. that. Um, you know, I did see the whole thing that Iman gave uh, Captain Marvel the movie a very poor rating, but she says that it wasn't due to Brie Larson's acting. She just didn't like the movie particularly. And I think that, you know, uh, you know my like brain goes that, the news outlets and stuff are pushing that in some sort of agenda or something. I sure. don't know what agenda they're trying really? to push there, but it, in a way, just, you know, like, why is that well, the first the thing that they pick agenda. up? Huh? It's an anti-feminist agenda. Yeah, anti-feminist. like an anti-feminist like, yeah, agenda. It was supposed to be like this really, yeah, it was supposed to be like this really feminist movie. Um, and it's, it's not great, you know, it's okay, um, in my opinion, uh, the movie, um, but, you know, I, I think it has some really great moments, like, I fucking love when, you know, at the end of the movie, when, when fucking Jude Law is, like, you know, like, basically stands up and is, like, fight me one-on-one, and she just fucking, like, shoots her little thing at him and, like, sends him flying back, like, fucking a football field, and she's, like, yeah, I don't need to fight you, get your ass in this fucking shuttle and get the fuck out of here. Like, I, like, to me, like, that, like, that aspect of, like, feminism is fucking amazing. Like, um, like, the way that they were, they were able to shoot that. But the movie as a whole is, like... Some of it gave it, me indigestion. Very, it's very much a cardboard Marvel movie. Like, and it's like, I thought, I thought y'all were done making cardboard Marvel movies. Like, y- y'all hadn't made one in a little while. Maybe... Maybe you could call Doctor Strange a cardboard um, cutout Marvel movie, but like they—they they hadn't made one in a while, so like it was—it was an easy target for me, like to me in that regard. Like I don't think it, I, I think it's just a—it's—it's it's a fine movie. It's—it—it it, like it—it's not terrible, um, but like you know, it, it, people have seen it over and over and over again, so it's easy to like kind of attack it. And I think that's where everything, like, you know, the, the fucking assholes in the internet jump on that, and they're like, oh, they fucking want to push this movie, and and critics want to, like, claim that it's fucking great. Well, you know, critics also claim that, you know, uh, Doctor Strange was great. They also claim that, you know, all these other fucking cardboard cutout Marvel movies were great. So, like, it's nothing new under the sun. Like, that's a tried-and-true formula. Like, I just want... Marvel to get away from the tried and true formula, whereas like these people just want to talk shit about, um, you know, Brie Larson because she's like actively a feminist, uh, and I I don't know I love Brie Larson though I really do I I I, well, I think she's great if you've ever seen Room it's fucking amazing, uh, so yeah. And that's where I, I was trying to get with it, that I think that they're just trying to push this thing, like, oh, look, the girl who is playing Ms. Marvel didn't even like Captain Marvel, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what are you trying to do? To me, it's like already trying to, like, garner up controversy for the girl even, like, you know, puts on the costume. Um, right. But, Nick, I don't know if you remember, you and I reviewed Captain Marvel. Um, so it's funny, I remember you talking about the ending with Jude Law. And I also think that one of the last podcasts that we did together was us talking about WandaVision and how at the time 
I ranked it very low with the Marvel shows that I was excited for, but the more I kept I remember seeing that. about WandaVision, yeah, the more I kept seeing about WandaVision, now I'm stoked. Now, as you said, it's weird, and I want more weird now at this point. Just like yeah. how I want more multiverse, it's like, you know, Marvel, you did your thing, and I, I love what you've done for the past 10 years or so, but let's go different, and this looks different. So I'm I like pumped. it. Um, I'm really pumped. But as for our last topic of this evening, wait, wait, I thought hold on. that this before, was just before oh, we sorry, jump, go ahead. Wait, wait, hold on. Before we jump to our last yeah. topic, I just got to I, I want to I want to relitigate this for just a second cuz yes, you were not super high on that. And I was like I as I recall, I maybe I'm I'm guessing as to how I thought cuz I don't remember it super clearly, but I was like Eh, you know, the Loki series, eh, I guess I could watch it. I'm not super high on it. And you were like, fuck you, Nick. Loki and Tom Hiddleston is a national treasure. I would never and we say need to have you, it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think, probably, though, I think it, internally was not aggressive. <laughs> you from every other show that was maybe coming out of the, of the you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, you were just like, fuck WandaVision, give me Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I mean, listen. I don't doubt that. I I don't doubt that. I think that's once. what it was. What did you say, yeah. Jane? I said she punched you. Punched me once in the face. It was fucked up. <laughs> For anyone listening, I have never met these two men in person. So. Oh, so now we got to make it weird. God. Yeah. But yeah, Sorry. no. You just. You you just want to see Tom Hiddleston anywhere and everywhere, and that is why yeah. you were blinded. You were blinded. You couldn't see the promise that uh, that um, One Division entailed. Um, but it's okay because now that you've seen a trailer and you know you've seen where the the MCU is going, now you have like this this new intrigue and appreciation for it. And I'm glad you've come around to my side. <laughs> You're welcome, but no. Um, just give me. You're it. right. Just, you're, just give me. You definitely are right that at at the time, uh, yeah. No, I didn't care. I was like, I just care about Loki because at the time, like, really, like the only things they had announced were the WandaVision, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, and Loki. And I was like, yeah, I don't right. care. I just want Loki. And at first, all we had was a title, WandaVision, which I thought at the time was a really crap it's title. A terrible title. I think even. <laughs> Yeah, and but now knowing what they're actually doing with the show, it's like, oh, this is really cool looking. Um, I think it's just because it's like, yeah, I cared about Vision and Wanda's relationship, but not to the extent where I needed its own show. But now right. I'm like, all right, now it looks really freaking cool. So, yes, Nick, I will yeah. give this to you. But <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, and, and uh, to be fair, I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't as, as keen on the Loki show with the information we had at the time. Because it, remember, like, at the time it was like, is it a prequel? Like, right. what is it? And, like, now we've established this is Loki's adventure, uh, his, his, you know, side universe adventure after he steals the Tesseract in Endgame and, and teleports and like we're going to follow him from there and like that is way more intriguing to me than the like specific timeline of Loki so like 
I I I think if anything, I guess I'm getting at you. You have to you have to wait and and see what everything develops into before you uh, you know jump to conclusions. <laughs> Our job is to jump to conclusions, so that is true. <laughs> We're supposed to instant react to everything. Well, you know, like exactly. exactly. I've just, never just done that in my whole entire, entire life. You you change shit. your opinion. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and Listen, we, we all we, have we're to both, be willing to change our opinions. Right, and we're both in that uh, in that um, uh, field. Exactly. Uh, right, so, you know, it's good. I'm, I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. But let's get to the last topic, which I know it, it. This is a very strange topic, but I only bring it up. I can't wait. I want. I want to be like, what's the big deal? And I'm seeing so many people online comments like, no, don't do it. And I'm like, what is the big <laughs> deal? So there are reports. So if you guys don't know, those who are listening, you guys, whatever. Um, Amazon Prime is coming out with their own Lord of the Rings TV show, um, and apparently, according to rumors, uh, this show will contain nudity, possibly some sex scenes. They've brought on yes. a intimacy Uh-oh. coach um, <laughs> that uh, that was not in the movies. You know, there was none of that in the movies, and I see people now just freaking out online about, don't make it like Game of Thrones. So uh, I had to put that in because I was just like, what is the big deal? But Dane, uh, take, take, take it from here. Dane texts me. He's like, I can make a bit out of that. <laughs> uh, is Liv Tyler coming back? Hey, <laughs> Let me get some Elf City, girl. <laughs> the elf girls all I'm saying is that they made them very uh, appealing I think we should go the opposite direction I think we should be fair about this after Game of Thrones they showed lots and lots of boobies can I say boobies on the show? I can say boobies fuck that anyways they showed a lot a lot of <laughs> Nick boobies Nick just said tits <laughs> yeah there you go I, I think they should get I heard that they have George R. R. Martin as a consultant on this to help out with the random nudity that's unneeded. Uh, Betty Hoff and Wise are also on the phone. So what I think should happen is get really built men, but make them the hobbits. So we get to see hobbit cock. Because I think it would be very interesting if it's like the top of their foot and their thing ends up looking like a caterpillar, like one of those hairy caterpillars. And then that can be their thing. You know, they got hairy asses, hairy dongs. Maybe they need to get one of those services that can, you know, whatever the hell, a blue chew. No, that's the wrong type of service. I'm going to go now. Huh. Yeah. God damn it. I tried. The image that... The image that you have crafted in my mind, I don't think I ever want to be with a man ever again. It's for you females. <laughs> it's, it's to be fair. It's, 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 it's diversity. I don't it's, want uh, it. The quality. I don't want it. You don't want to love Hobbit guys with caterpillar oh things? No. God, no. Uh, Nick, I'm just going to go to you. <laughs> what, what, what if one of them is a uh, Count like, Grogu or whatever the us. fuck is it? Jason, please, Jason Momoa is going to play one of the Hobbits. Uh, no, I'm not going to get this back on track. I'm, I'm going to echo what Dane said. Like, yeah, like, let's, let's see some Hobbit dick. Like, why not? I got to um, myself. 
No, in all, only, in all honesty, the though. The only thing I'm interested uh, is if Lee Pace came back and reprised his role. That's the only thing I'm interested in. There she is. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you always knew that there was a hobbit whose dick, like, uh, Tia wanted to see. Um, <laughs> he wasn't a hobbit. Uh, he was an elf. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. By that. What about Legolas? Uh, Should Legolas show his? Well, yeah. Never mind. Hey, maybe let's get some elf dick in there then. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Just um, to be fair, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do this. I mean, I, I, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense within the medium. So, like, why, like, why would you? include it just to have nudity. That's not what made Game of Thrones so special. Um like that was that was kind of included in the storyline. Like that was It made it awkward if you had like roommates. So, what? so it made it awkward if you had roommates they just came in here and be like, I'm not watching porn, I swear. Yeah, no, it's not medieval porn. It's just Game of Thrones. Um but like Wiener, yeah, wiener, I, I, wiener. <laughs> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Uh but yeah, I, I think I I just I feel like they're not going to do that. I I I mean obviously I could be wrong in the, at the end, but I, I to me it, maybe they have like some casual nudity. I don't think they're going to have like the the sort of gratuitous sex things that that Game of Thrones had. But again, that's in the fucking material from Game of Thrones. It's not in the material from Lord of the Rings. So, like, I mean, you just you, you kind of echo what your your source material is, and you know, it, 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 I mean, maybe if they could find some way to 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 you know slide in some elf titty, I mean, I would be I would be all right with that. But like <laughs> at the end of the day, um, do you think you know, that you, like? You, you're gonna subscribe to the, to the from, source material. Do you think that when Gandalf goes from gray to white, we get to see that? Oh, that's oh, nice. come on! <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pass. The hair color hasn't changed. That'd be great. <laughs> um, I can't. <laughs> the one thing that I'm gonna yeah. say is that it is gonna be on I'm Amazon Prime and last year. What did you say? I said I'm glad you saved that topic for last. <laughs> yes, no, I wouldn't have been able to save myself afterwards. But <laughs> I, I was just going to say that if, if on Amazon Prime, if they're, I guess, going to do maybe a more adult version where maybe there's more profanities or something in it, um, you know, I mean, listen, it's in Middle Earth and, you know, they don't seem like uh, being conservative is really a thing for them. So, you know, I'm not saying that you need to have, as you guys said, like what we saw in Game of Thrones, because I feel like even in Game of Thrones, they really cut back on that as the seasons went on. But, you know, if you see like, you know, some nudity, I don't think it's like that big of a deal. Um, I don't see the point really in getting like, angry about it like I see some people getting online um, but I, I get what you're saying Nick that it's not in the source material so why put it there just for the sake of putting it there but um, 
if Amazon, you know, maybe Amazon Prime, this whole thing is, well, we want to compete with Game of Thrones, whereas Netflix, you know, had uh, Witcher that they thought would compete with Game of Thrones, which I really didn't think it did at all, but the fact that uh, they probably think that Netflix is trying Wait, to like compete Witcher? with Game of Thrones. No, I liked Witcher. I just didn't see okay. it as similar to Game of Thrones, where they were like, this is oh, the new Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And, I agree with you, you know? 100%. I don't think it's anything yep. similar. Like, I mean, it's it's both fantasy, but other than that, it's they're nothing alike. Right. That That's all what I mean, because even there were some reviews that were saying something along the lines of, this isn't the Game of Thrones replacement you were looking for. It's like, yeah, no shit. It didn't look like it was going to be Game of Thrones at all. Just because you right. see people, <laughs> just because you see people with swords doesn't mean it's all Game of Thrones. Um, right. So swords and, that, that and was magical creatures and dragons. Like it does. It, it, yeah. <laughs> that's been done long before Game of Thrones, people. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my Remember Hercules but, uh, and Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Xena? Xena? This warrior? Yeah, man. Wallace? Bitches? Yeah, dude. Listen, this is awesome. Yo, Can I tell uh, you guys I want to ask quick you story. guys something. Oh, Did you meet Lucy Lawless? No, no. Tia, you go first. Tia, you go first. I didn't, I didn't meet Lucy Lawless, but I met the guy who played uh, Hercules. Um, and oh, Kevin Sorbo? You met Kevin Yeah, Zorro? I was a kid. Uh, as a kid. Oh, wow. And there's and there's a family footage, right, because it's like, it's at, I don't know, it's like at Universal, like, theme park. I guess he was there making his rounds, taking pictures of people. And my family had, like, the video camera, so he thought that he was taking, like, a picture. So there's this long, like, awkward, like, standstill of us before my dad's like, oh, we're taking a video. Like, we're not taking a picture. So there's, you like, guys this punk awkward... Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story there. But, um, go ahead, Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's great. No, I mean, uh, that's, that's fucking awesome. Um... Shit, what was I gonna ask? I had it in my head, and then I was like, I was like, it's very like be a gentleman and defer. Um, no, I was I was gonna ask, uh, Dane, you say something for like two minutes, and I'll I'll think about it. So probably in two <laughs> minutes, you can say a lot of things, uh, important stuff, and sometimes you can just talk right out of your ass. But you know, just at any time, Nick is gonna interrupt me to, t- to get me to come um, on. What were we talking about last? Uh, what were we, so our last subject was naked caterpillar dick. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, <laughs> so don't think of anything weird with if they decide to go about this with the hobbits. It's not a big deal. It's not for you. It's for everyone else. It's for nature to allow these caterpillars to be <laughs> presented. God damn it. <laughs> I can't do it, Nick. Nick. Just start just start thinking about all the things that we were previously talking about. Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, um uh, you know Borat. all that uh, Borat. Very nice. You need to write the things Borat. down, Nick. I heard that you're gonna go to a Pence rally. It's gonna be really huge. Very nice. And that's all they say to each other, and they get in a fist fight. And somehow Borat has sex with our president. Uh, For whatever reason, I can't. I can't think of what I was thinking of. It was going to be like something just simple, like what? Like what we probably should have had dead air out instead of, of me talking. But I don't remember what it was. It was. I think it was connected to the MCU. I don't know. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm. I'm a loser. 
<laughs> You're not a loser, Nick. Although my mom always said that if you can't remember what you were going to think about, it wasn't that important. So That's maybe true. you can find solace in that. She must smoke <laughs> weed. I agree. <laughs> she does. Well, my, my similar saying is if you can't remember what you were going to say, then just let it go because trying to remember it is like so painstaking. So, like, just let it go. And if it comes back, it comes back. It's like, uh, you know, it's it's that old saying, like, if you love someone, set them free. If you, if you had a good idea and you don't remember it, set it free. And if it comes back, then it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah. It was so philosophical. I wasn't, like, expecting any of that. Thank you. Oh, I'm always philosophical. I got, I got one for it, too. Hold on. Beans, beans are good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you <laughs> There you go. Uh, do you want to so talk about like how awesome Blazing Saddles is for the last like just no I'm just playing <laughs> oh lord um, but, uh, uh, hey apparently they're remaking Blazing Saddles anybody on board <laughs> who's directing if they, if they get like uh, Spike Lee to do it I think it's uh, probably a smart idea or something like that yeah, oh, well, really, uh, uh, yeah. Actually, up Spike well. Lee would be the only person that I think could actually pull it off. Like it Me would, too. it would have to be someone like him. Like I mean, it would like obviously African American, uh, and somebody like a sophisticated filmmaker of his of his uh, uh, quality. Baby, like, Dave Chappelle. Full director. <laughs> Every All dog right, guys, in the neighborhood started barking when I said that. <laughs> Jesus. We have uh, gotten to the end of our show. Um, I think that we rocked these topics, especially that last one there. Um, but before we, <laughs> uh, before I it. let you two guys go, um, I want you to promote yourselves, tell everyone where they can find you, what you got coming up next. So, Dane, I'll start with you. All right, guys. Well, uh, I had a great time. Um, definitely want to do this again. A little OG. Uh, reunion, talking about some movies, so that was a lot of fun. But uh, if you guys want to listen to a show about wrestling, I do a show called Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Uh, you can find it on our Geek Vibes website, geekvibesnation.com. That's geekvibesnation.com. Uh, you'll find leaks also there for our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook at Geek Vibes Nation, and uh, just links to different audio platforms. You can also just search Google. On Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and sometimes on YouTube for certain things. So check it out. Be a part of the conversation. Join Geek Thighs Nation. And I've been doing that way too fucking long. But yeah, Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Usually done twice a week. We've got a lot of stuff to cover this week. Uh, We usually get our shows out on Fridays and Sundays. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm going to be doing more Dane rants coming up soon. And maybe I might be doing one about the debates coming up for Monday suck who knows but uh mm. love doing the show Tia Nick you guys are you guys are, you guys are great and just think about that ca- caterpillar later on just an orange caterpillar oh, for some reason. <laughs> Fuzzy I, I was gonna tell the audience how uh your wrestling geeks alliance is on Amazon music but you brought that that, that up again so everyone please uh ignore what I just said so his his is not on Amazon music um just Go think about categories. We might be. I don't, no, I don't uh, even know. <laughs> we are actually. We are. Um, so, but yes, as Dane said, please make sure you check that out. Um, I would be very interested in hearing you talk about the debates, just because 
I am not going to watch it, so I'd rather digest it from someone who I find digestible. Does that make sense? That is, sounds so weird, and <laughs> yeah. I do apologize yeah. about and that. If you, no, like, that if you like my, my Hobbit humor, you'll, you guys will love this show, because I'm going to just break down the shit show <laughs> like it fucking should be. So, this is ridiculous. If you like Hobbit two best choices. <laughs> Hobbit dick. It's not a hobbit dick. It's 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 a two on top dick. I I'm telling you, like you guys are the only guys that could like joke about those things and like not make a girl feel uncomfortable at all. And I say that with oh, all sincerity. Good. Like yes. it's just it's fun, like just hearing you two like talk. But Nick, uh I don't know if you want to tell anyone this, but uh, I'm going to blast out anyway. But before we started the show, you talked about the possibility of you starting a new podcast, but please promote yourself. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I've got a new podcast uh, that I'm working on. Uh, I'm not really – I'm not going to go super into it uh, on here as far as, like, the name and everything. Uh, I'm going to get that shit – Trademark because I think it's very uh it's it, it's a pun and it's uh it's a very it's a very nice pun and I don't want anyone to steal it um so and and you know in the words of uh, John Totoro I seen it first uh so I don't I don't want anyone to fucking steal it um but what I will say is it's going to be a podcast about movies between 2000 and 2009 um. And essentially, we're just gonna talk about our favorite movies uh, from that time period, uh, and the, the the podcast will be uh, very nostalgic for people who grew up uh, in that time period, which I'm hoping is the majority of people who listen to podcasts. Uh, so uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm still working on a lot of aspects of it, coming up with new ideas and all that. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 very excited about it, and uh, hopefully I'll be on here uh, um, in the near future and 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 have everything cemented down and be able to give you guys more as to where to find it and um, how to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Please let me know when you started. I'd love to listen to it. And it was just so awesome having you guys on the podcast. I hope to do this more often. Um, Just bug me when you want a pod because I would forget my socks if it weren't for, you know, That the, the the adult norm to wear socks as it's getting colder. Anyway, uh, everyone, thank you for listening to Geek Vibes Live. You can check out the latest uh, top ten by following us on social media, as Dane said before. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Peace out, guys. Peace. Hey, Bubs. This is Cal Dodd. You're now listening.